Iruvin daf pehet. The last thing we were discussing was a tanura banana brayta that Rabbi Hanavan Akavia allowed the people of Tevaria three things. Number one was to take water from the Kineret to a balcony on Shabbat. He allowed them to put to hide their fruits in the leftover residue, the garbage of kidney beans that have dew on them. And, and the reason was because they're always considered busy. They weren't doing it because the dew on them was going to keep them wet. And number three, he allowed them to uh, dry themselves with a the towel, and he wasn't scared that they were going to squeeze the water out after they, use, they were done using it. And with that, we are starting Pehet Amud Aleph, six lines in, where the line starts, Amara Baba Rav Huna. Amara Baba Rav Huna, Lo Shanu El Lemalot, we're only allowing you to fill up water from the from the Kinere to the balcony, Avalishpoch Asur, but the poor water is Asur. Because the water is going to go down there and then move uh, forward and it's going to be like as if you're uh, throwing water more than four amot in uh, in a Carmelite. And as funny as it sounds, but the whole idea was that up until now we were saying that we're going to ma- ma- uh, make the, that hole as if there is a partition around it. And we're going to say that the partition reached all the way down to the water. And that becomes Rishut Yahid. The minute it passes there, that's already Carmelite area. So we, we mean you have to say that, yes, you're right, the water is right next to each other, but one area is Rishut Yahid and the other area is a Carmelite. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to take. That's the only reason we were Matir to begin with. Now, Matkifla Rav Shizvi. Rav Shizvi has a question on Abba Barhuna. What's the difference between a pit? Now, the case of the pit is in the next Mishnah, is where a person wants to throw out water in his yard, let's say a bathroom water, whatever it may be. If his yard is four by four amot, then you're allowed to throw out the water to your yard, even though if it's at a slant and the water is going to go out to the Shut Harabim. However, if you don't have a four by four area, then you need a hole, an uka, a pit, that could fit a time in there in order for it to be mutar. And we're going to see the reason why in the next Gemara. So now, why am I allowed to throw water out into the yard if there's a hole in the ground, but I'm not allowed to throw water into this hole into the which goes into the water? So the Gemara explains there is a big difference. In the, in the yard, the water gets absorbed in, into the ground. So if it's large enough, it gets absorbed into the ground. Therefore, it's mutar. But the, into the water, it doesn't get absorbed. And we could pretty clearly see that you're putting out the water in order to leave uh, the reshut, Yahid, uh, and go into the Karmelit. And Ikadam, and some say that the Amara Baba Rav Huna, Lo Tema Lemalot Hudeshare, not just, uh, you, you shouldn't be saying that uh, filling up water is mutar and lishpoch and to throw water into that hole is asur. No. To spill water into that hole is also mutar. And the reason is because I don't care if that water goes out later to Shut Harabim or to Kalakarmelit. Meaning, I'm only worried about me spilling it out into my Shut What happens afterwards, I don't care. But on the other end, in the Hatser is where you can be Mahmir because I want the, this dirty water to leave my Hatser. And therefore, you need a hole over there. Amar of Shezvi, Pshita Hainu Uka. Of course, you're allowed to throw out water into the hole. That's the same case as the uka that you're allowed, the the pit that you're allowed to throw water to it on Shabbat, even though it's going to go later to the Shuta Rabim. 
But the idea with the whole the su'uka is that it fills up with a bit time, and if you need to throw out more water, then whatever's in that su'uka now flows out uh, to the Rishut Arabim. So now it's the same din. In both cases, they're going to go out to, uh, to the next Rishut. So the Gemara explains, no, you would have thought that this, uh, that the case of the Hatser and the case of the hole with uh, right above the, the water, uh, maybe it's not the same. Why? Because by the Hatser, the water gets absorbed in the ground, and by the by the ocean or by the river or by the lake, it doesn't get absorbed into the ground, and you can't compare one case to the other. And it should be a sewer when it's above the water. Kamash Ma'alan, it comes to tell us, Huna, that you're allowed to throw through that hole. So here we have it. One, the first Lishna, Rabbah Huna says it's a sewer to throw into that hole to the water. And in the second Lishna, he says it's Mutar. Now we learned in the Mishnah, two balconies, one on top of the other, diagonally. Um, that they didn't do um, uh, they didn't do an iruv in between them. The top one has a hole. Amarav huna, amarav lo shanu ela bismucha. That's only if they're close enough to each other within four tefachim. Aval bemufleged. If it's more than four tefachim, muteret. The top one is mutar to fill up water from their hole, and the bottom one is asur. The rav letamen rav goes with his shita. We explained this already. Amarav enadam osel havero derech avir. Uh, one one hatzer, one person can't be osir on his friend in area if the only way he could use it is by throwing. And these people on the bottom have to throw upwards, get into into the hole, and then b- bring it down. Amara Baba Amar Yosef Amar Yesh Gezel There is this concept of stealing on Shabbat. And the destructed area, you have to return back to the to the to the owner. Now the Gemara understands that what's going on over here, that a person has a destructed area in his area that nobody uses, and uh, you know he walks in, he makes it his reshut, he puts things over there, and like, he sort of like owns it even because no one really cares about it. And we're understanding that you're allowed to carry into it on Shabbat because it's like your area. And the same way, someone who's a gazlan, he's kone an area. Same thing, this guy who's been using all this time, he, he, he can uh, he could uh, use this area on Shabbat. Also, it's, it becomes his. And then you, but you also have to return it back on Shabbat. Now the Gemara doesn't understand hagufa kashya. I don't understand. Amartiyesh gezel the Shabbat. You said that there is stealing on Shabbat. That means alma kanya. He now owns the place. So why would he? Have, uh, he doesn't have to return it back. Usually, a gazlan means a person in armed robbery. Who, who takes out straight up? He's not, not trying to. He's not a thief who's trying to steal it. You know, behind your back. He's actually like puts armed robberies. Takes. He does not care of everyone. The same way he's a kone and doesn't have to give back. And then all of a sudden you tell me that no, that you have to give it back to the owners. That means you're telling me here not kone. So which one is it? Are you kone or not kone? So the Gemara explains. This is what Rebbe Shai really means. Yesh din gezel b'Shabbat. The, the dinim, the laws of gezel, there is on Shabbat. Ketzad, how? If you've been using a hurba all the time and you think it's yours, the hurba mahzil abalim, you have to give it back to the owners. Amar abba umotvin hashmatin, and we go. It goes against our mishnah. Vechen shekte gezus tarot zole malamizot two balconies, one on top of the other. The, the bottom one is not allowed to take from the other top one unless they did a roof together. Via amar yesh din gezel b'Shabbat. And if you say that there is this concept of Gezel on Shabbat, 
and you're not allowed to use someone else's reshut, amai asurot, why should they both be asur to be used? Well, we could call it, to the pe- it belongs to the people upstairs, and the people downstairs, they could be using it as gazel, and it should be mutar for the people upstairs, and asur for the people down. Why are we saying it's asur for everyone, as if they both have a hand in it? What are we talking about over here? No, they both together made a partition. So it means the, the people on the bottom have a hand in this hole. And they are 100% allowed to use this hole. So then, So if that's the case, if they made a hole at the bottom one, then the people on top should be asur to use theirs. Why? Because the people on the bottom have permission to use theirs also. Meaning, why should it make a difference if the people at the bottom have their own hole? The fact that they made a partition to the top one means it's theirs also. And we said that if uh, if the people at the bottom made one, then the people on top could use theirs without a problem. The people on the bottom could use theirs without a problem. Why is that? So the Gemara explains, no, since you made a mechitza, or since you made a hole on the bottom one, it shows me you don't care about the top one. Yeah, you paid for it and everything, but you show you don't care about it right now for the Shabbat, and therefore, they're allowed to use it on their own since we're using, we're making our main uh, hole, the bottom one. Okay, the Mishnah says, You have a chatser that is less than four by four amot. You cannot pour water into it on Shabbat, even though it's going to go into Rishut Rabim, because if it's it's so small, it looks as if you're you're throwing the water into Rishut Rabim. And even though you're not actually throwing it, but since it's coming from your power, So if this small area, less than four by four amot, has a hole that has a bit time and the Gemara will explain where the time comes from. If it has a time from where the hole is and down, uh, meaning that hole is going into the Shutarabim, then it would be okay. Ben whether this hole is in the inside, whether it's on the outside, doesn't make a difference. But if it's on the outside, you have to cover it with planks of wood so it doesn't look like it's part of a Rishut Arabim, it looks like a Makam Patur. But if, it's the, if the hole is in the inside of the Hatser, you don't have to put anything on top of it. A pipe, which is covered, right? which uh, the pipe itself is covered. So imagine the pipe comes out of the Hatser. The first four amot is covered. You could pour water into it on Shabbat. And hachamim were mesha'er that a person uses the two se'ah on Shabbat. And therefore, we already learned that the water can get absorbed within those first four amot. And therefore, you could use it. Now, Tosafot explains a little bit different. That if it's covered, then it's not so uh, recognizable that you're the one who sent it out. Even if it's a it's a roof or it's a courtyard that's a hundred ama, and you made a pipe going through the entire roof area or through the entire yard area, do not throw into the pipe because that uh, that pouring into the pipe goes hard and goes out to the shoot arabim and looks like you're throwing out to the shoot arabim. But I can throw on the roof. 
and the water goes into the pipe and then it goes into the Rishut Arabim. And no one's going to say that you threw it near Rishut Arabim. A yard or an area that's covered without any walls. You can add them to the four amot. Uh, so this way your, your yard could be four amot by four amot and you could throw into it without needing a, a hole. You have two balconies uh, next to each other. Some made a hole that has two on it. Some didn't make it. Those who made the hole are allowed to use uh, that area. They're allowed to throw water into the hatser. The people did not make a hole. Asurin, they're not allowed to use the hatser. Now the Gemara understood from the Mishnah that if you have a hatser that is less than four by four amot, you're not allowed to throw into it unless you made a hole. And therefore, if it's bigger, then you're allowed to throw even without a hole. Now, my Tama, why would you let it be? Why would you let it throw? Uh, because a person uses, you know, two se'a uh, of water per day. In four amot, you want to throw water on your field. This way, you don't have dust. So, in our brain, we understand that two se'a is what a person wants to keep. So, even if it falls down later into Rishut Rabim, that makes no difference. But, but uh, the Aikar is that you wanted it to stay over here. Therefore, we're going to give you that leniency, even though that wasn't in your mind. But still, we're going to say, we're going to give it to you. However, anything less than that, Shovchan, meaning you don't want it in the Hatser because it's going to cause a mess. And therefore, if you made a hole, Shared, then it's Mutar. If you didn't make a hole, Asur. Now, Ribi Zera explains a little bit different. Why am I allowed to throw? Water in a hatser that's bigger than about four by four amot, even if there's no hole. Why? Arba amot taime. Pachot ma arba amot lo taime. Within four amot, if there's four by four amot, the two se of water gets absorbed into the ground. It won't not, it won't necessarily leave into the shutarabim. But if it's less, there's not going to be room for it. It's going to go into the shutarabim. My benai, what's the difference between Rabbah's reason and Rabbi Zera's reason? If it's uh, the same uh, square footage, except it's a sh- like rectangular shape, it's longer. Why? According to Rabbah, you would be asur without a hole because it's not a hashuv, uh, it's not a hashuv area. And you wouldn't throw water there to keep the dust down because you're not planning to use it anyways. But according to Rabbi Zera, you would be allowed to throw because... The water technically would uh, would get absorbed into the ground. Tanan, we learned that a yard or a uh, or an area that is uh, has a roof over it without any walls, you could add that to your four amot four uh, by four amot area, and now you'd be able to spill water into there even without a hole. This makes total sense according to the bizera because even though it's not a four by four area, still at the end of the day. The water would get absorbed. But according to Rabbah, who holds, it has to be a hashuv area and uh, anything less than four by four uh, that is uh, squared is not allowed to, you're not allowed to throw water there. Kashya, meaning what would, why it would, it's a problem. Like, how would it help if you add uh, the hatser or if you add a uh, an achsadra? An area that is covered without walls, what would it help? At the end of the day, uh, you don't have an area that is squared. Now, the, so the Gemara explains, no, 
himself explained for Abba, we're talking about Aksadra, an area with the roof, no walls, that is a continuation of the Hatser. So think about Hatser that is four amot wide, two amot in length, and then you have another area that has a roof over it with no walls that goes on for another four by two amot. So altogether now, it's a four by four area, except the half of it is covered with the roof. And therefore, even according to Rabbah, it could be considered a Makom Hashuv. So Tashima, we learned in the Baita, Hatser She'en Ba'arba Amot Al-Arba Amot, an area, Hatser, that doesn't have four Amot by four Amot, and Shofchina Tocha Maim Shabbat, you can't throw water into it on Shabbat unless you made a hole. Bishlama who said you need exact uh, square, squared area, four by four, Nihai, makes sense. who says it would work even if you don't have a, uh, even if it's not a perfect square. Kashya, the Brayta doesn't make sense, it, it's really, it's contradicting him. Amar lach Hamani, who's this Brayta according to? Rabbanani, it goes according to Rabbanan. And Hachamim holding our Mishnah that you're not allowed to throw into that pipe, and the reason because uh, the reason that you're allowed to in the Hatser because you th- because it's Raul Ziluf, you're you want to p- throw water over there in order that you don't have dust flying everywhere. And if you're throwing it straight into the pipe, you're basically announcing, I'm not doing this for, to keep the dust down. The Reiter is only if you throw it on the roof or if you throw it on the, the Hatser and then it goes down into the into the pipe. Umatniti in an Armish now where it says. Hatser that is less than four uh, amot by four amot goes according to Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakovi. He allows you to throw into the pipe because since it gets absorbed into the ground, it'll get absorbed in the pipe also. Therefore, uh, our Mishnah, you don't need a four by four exact area. So now the Gemara asks, What's forcing, what's pushing Rabbi Zera? To, to, to make our Mishnah Rabbi Le'ezah ben Yaakov and not Rabbanan. Why is Rabbi Zerah having to say that the reason of the Risha is that uh, the water doesn't get absorbed in order to push it like Rabbi Le'ezah ben Yaakov so the area doesn't have to be an exact uh, square? Say the Risha is because of Ziluf, uh, throwing water in order that does not come out and therefore it won't work unless it's a 4x4 four four perfect area and be like Hachamim. So Amar Rabbi Zera's reason not to explain like Hachamim is because Matniten Kashete. He had a problem with the language of the Mishnah. What does it mean when it says Hatser Shehi Pehuta? A Hatser that is less than 4 by 4 Amot sounds like something's missing from this Hatser. It should say Hatser She'en Ba'arba Amot Al-Arba Amot. A Hatser doesn't have 4 by 4 and I would have understood that if it's not made like a square. So, you have to say that we're going according to Rabbi ben Yaakov, and it's mutar even if it's not exact square, as long as the square footage is the same. The reason is because the water gets absorbed over there. So now the Gemara asks, how could you say the, the Resha goes according to Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov, the Sefa Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov, if the Sefa is Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov, the Resha is love Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov. It can't be Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov is arguing on himself. 
So the Gemara explained, no, Kula Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov, the entire Mishnah is Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov, Vechisurim Hasera, and there was missing words. Behachikatane, and this is what it really supposed to say. Hatser Shehi Pechutame Arba Amot, Hatser there is less than four Amot, Enshof Chinotachamai Mishabbat, you don't throw water into it on Shabbat, Arba Amot Shofchim, but if it is four Amot, you do throw water into it on Shabbat. Why? Because Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov explains, You have a pipe going from the Hatser into the Shut Rabim that is covered for four Amot in the Shut Rabim. You cover, you're allowed to throw uh, water into it on Shabbat. And the same way, the reason you have a heter to throw into the pipe because the water could get absorbed. Same thing with the with throwing into the hatzer. The water is, uh, could get absorbed, and therefore, it doesn't need to be a perfect square. Now, Mishnah says, If you have a pipe that is covered, the first four amot that, is, that goes to Rishut Rabim, you're allowed to throw water directly into it. And Hachamim did not allow it. You throw it on the roof. And it goes to the pipe. Matnitin de lo kehananiyah. The hachamim will hold that you are allowed to throw on the roof. It is not. They don't hold like hananiyah. The tanya we have a bracha that says hananiyah omer afilu gag me'amad lo yishpoch. Even if you have a roof a hundred amot, you can't throw a you can't throw water on the roof, and from there it's going to go to the pipe. Lefishe en agag asui livloa because a roof is not meant to absorb the water. Ela lekalech. It's meant to take it to the to the to the pipe and from there to the shoot arabim and there she explains that their roofs used to be flat with uh, a pipe maybe at the end therefore any water that's there ends up going into the pipe and from there to the shoot arabim so that's the case we're talking about now the gemara says continued what are we talking about exactly what meaning? What case is our brayta talking about? Where it's four by four, you now uh, you're allowed to throw if, with a hole, and if there's a, if it's less than four by four, you need a hole. What exactly are we talking about? Bimot hama in the summer, aval bimot geshamim during the winter. Even if you didn't make a hole, shofech veshone If you could throw water to your hatzer, do it again and again, and don't stop. My tamah. What's the reason the winter is different than the summer? Amarava adam bimkoman. A person. It doesn't not necessarily once, but a person doesn't care if the water just stays in the hot air because in the winter your hot air is dirty anyways. In the summer it's clean and you want it to go to the shutarabim this way uh, it, this way it doesn't get dirty. Therefore it's a sort of throw if you don't have a hole. About uh, even regular water or dirty water. That a person throws and doesn't care if uh, they get absorbed or if they don't get absorbed. And says you're not supposed to throw it on the roof and from there go to the, to the pipe that takes it to the Shut Rabim. And it sounds like even in the winter there's a problem. So Amar Lesrav explains that over there in the winter, what are we worried about? Are we worried that his hatzir uh, is going to get dirty? It's already dirty. Maybe we're worried that people are going to say that, oh, his uh, his pipe is uh, having water come out and it's going to the shoot Arabim, and people are going to learn that, oh, it's mutar also for us to do. They're not going to know he has a hole over there. Well, in the winter, most, uh, most pipes are bringing water from roofs to shoot Arabim, even the ones that are not controlled because it's raining and it just happened to fall into the, 
into the pipe and takes their shutarabim. So no one's going to learn anything during the winter. However, the summer is a problem. Uh, because even if it's 100 amma, we're always worried that people uh, will see and they're going to learn and they're not going to really understand. Amar of Nahman. I'll give you another explanation. What's the difference between summer and winter? In the, in the winter, if you have a hole that could fit a sa'a time, we give them a sa'a time. You could throw the means up to sa'a time. However, if your hole could only fit a sa'a, then you could only throw a sa'a. If you have a hole that has that could fit sa time, we'll let you throw sa time. if you if you can only fit a sa, we don't even give him. We do not throw any water. Period. So the Gemara explain asks. In the summer, if it's hold a sa, let him at least have a sa. Why not? Why he might come to give a set time? He's so used to giving set time in the winter that he might come to give a set time also in the summer. So if that's the case, also in the in the winter. If he only has a hole that's a seah, he shouldn't be able to throw in it. Period, because he might come to throw set time. So the Gemara says no. What are we worried about there? We say he's gonna dirty his hatser. It's already it's winter and everything is already ruined. Meaning, I don't care if he throws a sa'atayim because uh, you know when I, he's not really worried about his uh, floor getting dirty. Maybe we should say it's asur. Why? Because people are going to say, "Oh, that his pipe has water coming out of the shutarabim." Well, it's winter. And most uh, pipes have water coming out of the shutarabim. Nothing to do with the person throwing it, and they're not going to say it's because he was throwing it. Therefore, in the winter, we're not worried that people might say anything. We're not worried people are going to learn the wrong thing. Therefore, it's mutar afilu kor, afilu koraim. A kor is 30 se'ah. So we don't care even if you throw uh, 30 se'ah or even 60 se'ah. Obviously, an exaggeration. Okay. Vechen diutaot You have a balcony, uh, one across from the other. One made a hole, one didn't made a hole. The ones who made the hole are allowed to throw. The ones who didn't made the hole are not allowed to throw. Ve'amarava. Even if the if they did a iruv, still, if the ones who, are, who made the hole, they're allowed to throw. The people who didn't make the hole, not allowed to throw. What's the reason? Maybe you're going to tell me there's going to be a lot of water coming in. It doesn't make a difference if it's a hole, if it's a... Uh, these an earthenware, if it's a pool, it's a boat, doesn't make a difference. Even though they have water already in it from Ayr Shabbat, you're allowed to throw water on Shabbat. As long as my kavana is not to throw it into the Shutarabim, I'm allowed to do it. So then why is it that the people, the balcony that didn't do make a hole, why are we worried about them throwing water? So the explains, This is the way Rabbah said it. Loshanu, the only time we said that the people who didn't make a hole are a sort to throw water into hold, Ela Shelo Irvu, that's only if they didn't do Nairuv. Aval Irvu, but if they did Nairuv, Mutarin, they're allowed to throw into the hole. Vechilo Irvu, my Tamalo. And the Gemara now asks a question. Let's say they didn't do Nairuv. Why shouldn't they be allowed to throw in? If you want to tell me, it's because they're a ser on one another, then even the people who made the hole should be a sword. And if you want to tell me it's Mutar because. You're not throwing it directly into the hole, then the people who didn't make the hole should also be mutar. 
that's the way Tosafot understands the question. And the Gemara explains, Amarav, no. The reason we're making it a sore for the people who didn't do an Iruv, Dilma, Atela, Mane, Debatim, Latam. Oh, we're scared that they might come to take uh, regular killing. They might come to take uh, plates or they might come take the bucket, bring it out to the Hatser, throw it into the hole that way. They won't throw from upstairs into it. They might carry into that uh, Hatser that they didn't do an Iruv in. Hadran Allah Ketzad Mishtatfin. We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen. Ve'amen.